and welcome to the Practice Builders podcast with me, Rosie Piercy. I'm a chiropractor, clinic director and practice builder and I'm here to help you build a practice of your dreams, whatever that may look like to you. So today we're talking about time and the reason I'm talking about time is because every therapist, clinic owner, clinician that I speak to, time is the one thing they say they don't have enough of or the one thing that they wish they had more of and what we what I'm hoping to do with today is to is to help you find more time to do the things that you want to do now that might be time to do your practice building it might be time to take up a hobby it might be time to spend with your family but often we'll we'll know that feeling when um we don't have enough time when things aren't going our way when we're constantly rushing from one thing from the other and feeling like we're doing nothing well because we're not spending the time on it and it's not a nice feeling and that kind of feeling and pressure often leads to stress and ill health and 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 all that kind of thing and so if we can manage our time well it can help us be happier and get more stuff done and I think that having the time to do the things we want to do is so important in life and we all have the same amount of time in the day you know everyone has 24 hours but how we use those 24 hours is is super important now i'm not suggesting necessarily you need to get up at five o'clock in the morning so you can you know get a head start on the day because you know i i don't do well when i do that not that i ever get up at five o'clock unless i'm forced to but how to use that time effectively. So not just for being efficient and working, but also to have the balance of doing the fun things that you want to do in life. Because, you know, we, all we do is, is worry about how to get the work done and that, that makes life a little bit boring. So first of all, I want to talk about the value of time because I think that we all focus on the value of money. Now, it could be said if you're an optimistic person that you can always make more money. There's ways to make more money. But you can't make more time. You definitely cannot make more time in the day. You know, you can't suddenly magic another hour out of the air or add another day onto the end of the year. Um, but people don't value the time. And so we give it away too freely. We, we, we say we'll do things when we don't want to do them. We'll agree to do things which we know we don't want to do. Or perhaps we don't do the things that we know we should do because we've wasted our time on something else. And I think maybe... Maybe throughout the whole thing of this, if you were to think about time, you know, people say time is money, but if you were to think about as time as a valuable resource and, and you're trying to hoard as much of your time as you can, that might be a better way to start thinking about everything that you do. I mean, one way that you can think about this is, um, is you know, you can value your time. You could, if it helps you, you can put an actual monetary value on your time. So it could be... Um, I don't know how many patients you see an hour. That could be how much your time is worth. It could be how much you charge for a new patient. That could be how much time is worth. Or you can calculate another number. But if you think when you're asked to do something, it's going to cost me this much money and this much time and money, then that might help you decide whether you want to do it or not. So always think about the value of your time. And then equally think about the wastage of your time. So there is nothing wrong with chilling out and scrolling through social media or doing, you know, doing things like that, which maybe aren't, I don't know, fulfilling in any way, but are ways to give your brain time off. There's no way, there's no wrong, nothing wrong in doing that. But 
if you are doing that a lot and you think, okay, I've just spent 15 minutes looking at cats on YouTube, how much is 15 minutes of your time worth? It, was that worth that 15 minutes? Or you're like, yep, that was worth that 15 minutes. I needed that time to look at cute cats. And now I'm going to turn it off and do something else. So I think it's being very mindful about saying, yes, I need some time out to scroll through social media or whatever it is that you do to chill out. But you know that you have a tendency to waste time on that area to just set a limit to it so that you're you're using it for the good bit you need, but not actually having it as a time sink where suddenly you've gone down some sort of rabbit hole. It's an hour later and you've got nothing that you wanted to do done. That's then you've wasted that time and then you'll have the reverse bit of the stress of not doing the things that you wanted to do. I hope that makes sense. So what I want to go through is the five steps that I think that you can use to help to help um, get your time under your control. And I think that's the main thing is feeling that you have, t you know, you have control over the time and what you do with it. And then you can start choosing what you do with it more than feel like you've had a whole day where you've done nothing that you wanted to do um, and achieve nothing. And that's not a very nice way to end the day, is it, when you feel like it's been a wasted day. So the first thing to do, and this is a kind of possibly sit down with a cup of tea question. What do you want from life? What do you want to be doing? Where do you want to be in five years time? Now this you might be like, oh, I just want to find time to do my hobby or practice build. Why do I need to think about this? You need to think about this because this will be your driving power, your motivator, your, your kind of thing that will back you up when you have to do difficult things, which we'll talk about later. So find out what it is you want to be doing or what it is, what is your focus. So your focus may be actually what I really want to be doing in the next few years is, is building my clinic to be really successful or to see this many number of patients a week um, and to get an associate in and so that in a few years time I'm seeing this many patients, I'm earning this much money working this many days a week. That is a really clear focus. So you need to write it down and stick it somewhere you can see it or put it in a book that you look in or, or on your phone or what, however you feel comfortable about having that, have it written down. The second thing, or you know, the other way to think about it is, it doesn't have to be just about work. It could be, I really want to run a marathon. I really want to play the guitar. I want to learn French. You know, I, or I want to spend more time with my family. I'm fed up with missing my children's sports clubs or not being home for dinner or whatever it is that you want to achieve. It doesn't have to be work. Write it down so that you know that this is your all-encompassing goal that you want to be hitting. Okay? So this may not come to you instantly. You may need to to think about this over, you know, have a start to think about it and let it kind of percolate in the back of your head and then a week later come back and go, right, this is what I want. Because if you don't know what you want, then, which is fine, you know, we don't always know what we want, but you should have an idea of what you want to be heading towards because if you don't, you're just going to be meandering along and then it's more difficult to make the most of your time or to find more time because... You don't know what you want to do with it. So what does it matter if you waste it? If that makes sense. So number two, what do you like to do and what do you not like to do? So basically what you can do, and there is a workbook. I've got a free make the most of your time workbook. I'll put a link, um, a link to that in the show notes. But what you need to work out is what do you not like doing? Now, what 
I will do with this is don't put that filter in your head. So you know if you've maybe done this before, like, oh, I really hate, I don't know, cleaning the toilet. I mean, who likes that? But you know what I mean? Well, some people do. But, oh, I really hate visiting Auntie Susan, or I really hate doing this, or I really, if I have to go and do this one thing once more time, I will scream. If you think that, you often have then a filter that comes into your head and goes, oh, but I've got to do it because of X, Y, Z. When you're doing these things, I want you to have no filter as to whether you think it's achievable or not. I just want you to write it down. So you want to write down the things you like doing. So it might be, I don't know, you like treating patients, you like writing newsletters, um, you like taking pictures and sticking them on Instagram, you like seeing your, you know, being home for dinner, you like going to your children's sports events, you like spending time playing the guitar, all your likes. And then all your not likes, you know, you know, I don't, I don't like the fact I don't know what to do with my website. I don't know, like how, um, oh, I, I hate going. I don't want to ever post on social media again. Or I don't know, I really ever don't want ever, ever, ever to go to that person's house ever again in my life. Whatever it is, personal, social, business, leisure, whatever it is, write it down. And then you can start looking at it and going, what, what, what am I spending my time doing? And then if you're spending a lot of time doing the things you don't like, then maybe you need to start 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 not doing those. We'll talk about that in a moment. I mean, start, if you don't like doing it, if you don't have to do it, you know, if the world won't end if you don't do it, then stop doing it. Because you're that's the way that you're wasting your time. You may feel like, okay, I'm doing it because I, I have to, I don't know, I feel like I have to go live on, face, on social media or I have to be posting this many times a day or I have to be trying to update my website, so therefore I have to do it. Well, maybe you don't have to do it. Um, or if you feel like you have to go and attend certain social functions or you've got yourself involved in certain committees but you get nothing from it and all it does is waste your time and make you stressed, then maybe you've got to think, actually, do I have to do it? And then if you don't have to do it, don't do it, essentially. Someone else can do it. Um, and then think about what you do like to do. So if there's aspects of practice building, like I seeing patients and communicating with patients in a treatment room, if you like doing that, that's great. If you, I don't know, like writing newsletters or like putting social media posts out or if you like tinkering away writing a blog because you know how much brilliant information it gives to patients, then that's great. Do more of that. If there's social things that you want to do more of, but you're not doing them, if there's people you haven't seen for ages, but you love seeing them and you haven't seen them for ages, write that down. Because then you start to get an idea of looking at what your balance of your life is actually like. And although we sometimes always have to do things we don't want to do, if a lot of your life is spending time and energy on things you don't want to do, then that should change. Otherwise, you're just going to be miserable apart from anything else. Now, next one, point three is how do we change this? We delegate. So in this workbook, there is a, a kind of way of, of, of delegating. That's basically working out what tasks are you doing and what tasks can someone else do? So for instance, in my practice, I have an amazing clinic manager called Sharon and she does a lot of stuff that I used to do before I had her. And now she's come, she's been with me for, for years um, and she does all the invoicing, she does all the ordering, um, she posts my social media schedule. So I write the schedule, she posts the schedule. Um, she does some cleaning. She does like tons of stuff. She probably does stuff that I don't even know that she does because she's brilliant. Um, but that frees me up time to do the stuff that only I can do. So only I can see the patients. Only I, in my clinic director mode, can direct the clinic into the direction I want it to go in. Only I can record this podcast. So 
it then frees me up to do the things that only I can do because she is doing everything else. If I was trying to do all of her work, I would never have time for this work because all the things that Sharon does absolutely has to be done, but not by me. And she does them much better than I would do, particularly, yeah, the invoicing and stuff like that. Um, So, you know, it may be worth having a look at what you're doing because you may have a wonderful practice manager or a wonderful receptionist in your clinic that you are not making the most of because you, you have that fear of letting go of control. And it's tricky. It's hard to let go of control sometimes. I know when Sharon first joined, although I'd worked with her before, so I knew that she was brilliant. The going from me doing absolutely everything to letting go to let her do things was a little bit scary for me. Because not because I didn't trust her, because I was just used to being. So it can take a while to delegate. And it can feel a bit scary, a bit icky, a bit kind of nerve-wracking inside. And the only way to get through it is to acknowledge that fear and to maybe say, and I'm sure I had more than one conversation with Sharon where I said, it's not that I don't think you can do it. I'm just, I'm just, not, I'm just used to doing everything and I feel a bit weird because I'm not doing everything. And you go, okay, that's fine. What do you, and you maybe have a conversation. What I need you to do is to tell me when you've done it or to tell me if there's any problems. And then after a while, that will stop happening because they'll be completely competent to do all the things you need them to do. So... The delegation process can be difficult, but it will make your life much easier and it will find you time to do the things that only you can do. And that's where you should be spending your time or doing the things that you want to do, which is where you should be spending your time. Equally, you know, um, you can think about outsourcing um, stuff to other people. So if you're not great at websites, don't do it. You know, if you value, if you've worked out how much your time's worth, don't spend that time you know doing that spend that time seeing more patients to pay for someone to do things you know you know you don't know how to do like i don't do my payroll i tried to do my payroll it was a disaster um it took me hours and now i have a brilliant guy called pradeep and he does my payroll for me and all i have to do is put the right amount of money in the account in the right account and that i can just about do um you know and i don't do my accounts i have a brilliant accountant called graham he does all my accounting for me because i have no interest in it absolutely no interest i know it's super super important but i'm not an expert in it and i can't do a company accounts graham can so it's best to it's best to just work out where your strengths lie and do that and outsource to other people if you need to we will be having an an outsourcing uh, episode coming in january um so you can look forward to that and then finally we're not finally number four we want to learn to say no now this is a big one It's very easy to say yes and then turn up and do things and hate it and wish with every ounce of your being that you weren't there. It's very hard to say no, but then you don't. So the no is like a short amount of pain and then you don't have to go and do the thing, whereas the yes isn't a quick thing to get rid of the pain and then you have to go and do the thing. And 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 the pain is the whole thing if you're doing it wishing you weren't there or realizing yes I'm here doing this thing for someone else but actually I've got this whole stack of stuff I should be doing something somewhere else so how do you say no well quickly like if you're invited to do something or asked to do something or what have you then um don't don't ignore the invitation don't ignore the email just say no straight away and say it politely say hey Thank you so much for inviting me to your thing or asking me to do your thing or what have you. I'm really sorry, but I can't attend. I can't help. I can't do whatever because um, 
I'm in clinic that day because I'm already doing something else that day or because I'm choosing to spend my time focusing on blah, 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 whatever your thing is. And then just send it off because then it's done. Whereas if the person has to start chasing, continually chasing you for the reply to the response thing they sent you for two weeks ago, then it becomes more stressful for both of you. Where if you just say no straight away, it's over and done with. Um, and it, it's once you get start saying no, it's easier. The habit gets easier. And then you'll start having more time. So if there's a social thing you don't want to go to, or if there's a work thing that you don't have to go to, then just say no and see what happens. And the more time that you spend batting away the things you don't want to do, the more time you'll then find to do the things that you do want to do. So hopefully by now, you're going to have worked out what you want to do um, with your life, where you're aiming at, what your goal is, um, what um, what you want to do and what you don't want to do in terms of everyday type stuff, how you can delegate and how to say no. So that's what we've gone through. So now hopefully you'll have some more time because you'll have got rid of things that you don't need to do yourself or you don't want to do yourself. And now, this is the important bit to make it all work, is we schedule and plan. So my days and my weeks are very planned. I know what I'm going to be doing on every day. I mean, sometimes, you know, having time having time set aside for clinic takes out of obviously big blocks of my week because I'm in clinic. Um, but I also know, for instance, that I record my podcast on Thursday, oh, sorry, Wednesday today, on every other Wednesday. I, um, I go live in my Facebook group on a Thursday. I, I make the artwork for that live on the Thursday lunchtime. Um, there's things that I know that I do at set times. If I'm going to blog, I will do it on a Tuesday. So it's, my time is quite set up about when I can do things. And what I will do every Sunday is I will sit down, take my list from, so I tend to plan in um, what's in three month, you could call it sprints if you want, or three month chunks. So what I will do is I'll sit down with each of my businesses um, in terms of total chiropractic, total health, and then the practice builders. And and go, what do I want to achieve in these the next three months? Work it out, break it down into roughly when, which month I want to do it in. And then every week I will, on the Sunday, I will look at that and go, what do I need to do to achieve the aims I want to this week? Write it down and work out on what day I'm going to do it on. So if there's a short little task, like for instance, every fortnight I send newsletters to my patients total chiropractic so I know that on a Monday I'm going to write my newsletter so I may already have my topic that I'm, I'm going to do already set out and planned so I'm going to write my newsletter and I'm going to get Sharon to proofread it and it's going to be sent on a Monday so I know that that's Monday's job to do in between you know when I have gaps in patients or in my lunch hour on um, on, on Mondays um, and that just keeps it organized and it means it's going to happen because I know that that's what I have to do on that day if I just send instead, I'm going to send a newsletter at some point this week, it won't happen. I know it won't happen because I know me. And, and you will probably know you yourself very well. I know that I have to have time set aside to do things. And generally what you'll hear from lots of people talking about time management is the more time, more things you schedule, the better it will happen. So if I want to exercise, I know my time for exercising. So for me, I have to exercise first thing in the morning before I get, you know, just as I get out of bed before I have breakfast. If I don't do it then, it will not happen throughout the rest of the day. It just will not. It just won't, you know. So that's when I do my exercise. And I may not do it every day, but I know that that is my window. 
And so I'll tie, I'll write down the days that I'm going to do that. Um, you, if, for instance, if you want to train to run a marathon or you want to learn the guitar or whatever, schedule that time in your daily, you know, in your weekly planner. Now, in the in the workbook, there is a is a, a sort of scheduling type of table that you could try using. There's many many different ways you can do it. You could do it online. You can do it um, pen and paper. You can do it however you like. But schedule the time to do the things that you need to do. And then put on that time the fun things that you want to do, the things that you're, now that you've regained, regained some of this time by not doing things you don't want to do and by delegating, write down the things that you're going to do so you have a schedule. And the reason that we had at the first place, you know, what do you want, why are you doing these things, what do you want out of life, is that whenever you're thinking, oh, I can't be bothered to get scheduled today, I can't be bothered to do my, my schedule for the week, Oh, I can't be, you know, maybe I'll just go and do that thing that I don't want to do. Oh, I, I don't know how to say no to this person. Whenever you feel like that, you can look back at the thing that you want to achieve and say, is doing this thing I don't want better, more important than my overarching end goal of what I want to achieve? And the answer is always going to be no. So when you hold that end goal in your mind, it makes it so much easier to say no or delegate the things that you don't need or want to do. And that makes life easier because then you know what you want to be getting up to with your time and what you don't want to be doing. Anyway, I hope that's helped you. It's And also I'd say go easy on yourself. It's not always easy to make these changes. So if it doesn't work out, if in your first week you forget to do the things you're supposed to do, you say yes to something you don't want to do and it all goes wrong, don't worry about it. Just start again next week. Because I think sometimes we feel that we should achieve changes in our life straight away, but actually they take time. And even if you saved yourself half an hour to go and do the thing that you wanted to do, be that practice building or something in your personal life, that's half an hour. That's brilliant. And then next week it might be an hour. Or you may work out how to change your schedule in your clinic so that you can have a little bit of time to do the things you need to do to build your practice. Um, or to go up half an hour early so you can go and watch your kids do something. It's, you know, don't, don't, this isn't an all or nothing thing. It can be a progress to get yourself to the right place where you want to be. So I hope you found that helpful. In the show notes, there will be um, the link to the um, workbook that I talked about, the Make Most of Your Time workbook. And also I did a presentation in my um, Practice Builders Community Facebook group on this. So in case you are more of a visual learner than a listener, then I will pop that link in there. And if you're not a member, you can just join the group and then watch the presentation there and see if that helps you as well. Brilliant. Well, I hope you found that helpful. And I will look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye.